Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Thank you for joining us today. We hope it gives you a reason to know that the time for transformation is here. And that time is now. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. Amen, somebody. Please go to 1 Kings 19. 15 to 18. First Kings 19. Can you stand while we read it? Not going to read all of it. So the sermon will be based on First Kings 19, 15 to 18 and Second Kings chapter 9. It says here, and I'll read from verse 15. Then the Lord said to him, go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Haziel as king over Syria. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel, Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. It shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Haziel... Jehu will kill and whoever escapes the sword of Jehu Elisha will kill yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel all whose knees have not bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him this is the word of God we honor it by saying amen father as we're about to oh God hear from you God I decrease let you increase all over the universe every platform in every home let this word echo let it oh God pull up tear up dismantle destroy let it perform surgery bring healing bring deliverance annihilate tear down the kingdom of darkness and God let it not return to your void but let there be an accomplishment save that one nearest hell and let the nation hear this word echo as your name is glorified and you're exalted on every platform in the sanctuary you are exalted in the entire universe let the anointing encapsulate and break up yokes now kill every witch and every spirit that come to tie me up stand down now and receive fire receive Holy Ghost fire 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 in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and Lord we thank you for the accomplishment for we oh God give you the glory in Jesus name Amen Amen. Turn to your neighbor and give your neighbor my sermon title on today. The Unstoppable Believer. The Unstoppable Believer. Come on somebody, preach with me. High five your neighbor across from you in the virtual sanctuary. And give him, my ser- give him and her my sermon title. The Unstoppable Believer. Come on Adonai. High five that person you're looking at. Uh, says I'm an unstoppable believer come on those in the virtual sanctuary raise your hand across lift your hands and give them the sermon title and say I'm unstoppable Woo! 
by way of homiletics, three points represent him. Point number one. Point number two, you were anointed for this. Point number three, he is unstoppable. By way of introduction, the world is currently in a state of turmoil. Over the past nine months, the COVID-19 pandemic has wreaked havoc upon every corner of the universe. The normal way of doing things has been interrupted and this deadly disease has shaken everything that could be shaken. Social distances, distancing is now the order of the day. Stay home is the slogan of the century. Wearing masks, hand sanitizer, and putting the country under lockdown are all a part of the process and effort of stopping this unstoppable disease. However, the juxtaposition of my thesis today is that so as this coronavirus pandemic or pestilence is unstoppable, so we as believers and saints of God must be unstoppable. We cannot allow fear of death, fear of contraction, yes, fear, to drive us into a state of defeat. According to Genesis 1.26, we must arise and take dominion. Adonai Ministries, I come by to let you know that we are unstoppable. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm unstoppable. Clap your hands and say, I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. Say that you can't shut me down. You can't shut me out. I'm unstoppable. Allow me to give you a brief synopsis of the book of Kings. You see, the author of the book of Kings is unknown. The overall theme of Kings is God's faithfulness to his covenant people. Second King reveals that God remained faithful to his covenant. And we need to grasp the understanding that God is always faithful even in the midst of adversity. He remains faithful. Which leads me to my first point, which is represent him. You see, 2 Kings 9 opens up with Elisha sending one of the sons of the prophet to anoint Jehu as king over Israel. The way he was anointed was very unconventional, but by this time we know that God is a very unconventional God. However, in order to understand the execution of this task, one must read 1 Kings 19. For in 1 Kings 19, we see God revealing himself to Elijah when he was on the run from Jezebel. Elijah was a very powerful prophet. The Lord used him to perform various miracles. It's Elijah that prayed and shut up the heavens that it did not rain for three and a half years. Uh, it's the same Elijah that caused only a portion of flour and a small oil in a cruise to run, uh, to not run out during the drought. It's the same Elijah that raised the widow's son from the dead. And, and it's the same Elijah that had a showdown between uh, the prophets of Baal 
Elijah and the prophet and himself. Uh, the Bible says in 1 Kings 18 that at this time Jezebel was wreaking havoc against the prophet and God would have Elijah to speak to them to Ahab and said let us have a showdown to see who is God and the Bible said that when they had the showdown at Mount Carmel when the, the Baal prophets come and they, they scratch themselves and they cry out to this God and they call day and night and they begged but nothing happened and the Bible says that Elijah says give me a time to prepare the altar he prepared the altar he placed the stones and he placed water on the stones and then he called on God and the Bible says that fire came down took licked up the sacrifice and licked up the water it's the same Elijah that caused it to rain after he shut up the heavens but unfortunately Elijah you see found himself on the run from Jezebel after he had shut up heaven and opened heaven and caused the oil to last the little oil and flour to last for three and a half years and raised the dead the Bible said he was afraid of Jezebel. He was afraid of this wicked queen. And some people under the sound of my voice uh, would begin to criticize him. But you're no different from this prophet. Because you see after God has done great and mighty things in your life. Uh, it only takes Satan to roar. And then it will shut you down. Shut down your belief. Shut down your faith. Shut down your tenacity. Shut down your zeal. Oh but I come by to tell you that God has not given you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and it doesn't matter how powerful you are sometimes fear can creep upon you it doesn't matter where you have been with the Lord uh, this prophet is letting us know that that demon of fear is no respecter of persons fear false evidence appearing real fear the only fear that we are to possess is reverential fear uh, we're not supposed to be afraid of anyone or anything God has designed us to be bold and to be unstoppable and to be immovable and to be steadfast not to worry but to look to Jesus because he is the author and he's the finisher of our faith but he said fear fear not for yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil for the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is my strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even my enemies came upon me 
flesh they stumble but God sends fear the Bible says God sends fear after Elijah did all of these things ah Elijah ah did all of these miracles but you see he did not realize that the same power that shut down heaven and shut up heaven and the same power that raised the dead son is the same power could have killed Jezebel but as Jezebel pressed a button Elijah was on the run Elijah was on the run running from this wicked witch because he forgot that the same miracles that God had him do is the same God that could have shut down Jezebel. Sometimes you don't realize the power that you have that he can shut down those things that come against you. So you got to be unstoppable. You got to shut them down. Don't forget the God that caused you to move mountains you to rise up if he made you rise up last year he can make you rise up this year but you got to know how to shut down shut down shut down shut down witch shut down wizard shut down backbite shut down obia shut down x you gotta shut it down after you and I but turn around and say I see you coming after me I shut you down he had fear he had fear he had fear can I go there you see God cannot work with people who have fear because the Bible says that after Elijah was on the run found himself under a juniper tree God said Elijah what are you doing here ah he began to give an excuse he says I've been faithful and he says look I'm the only one that is left and Jezebel seek my life God says Elijah why are you here God asked him again God asked him again ah because God was wondering those miracles that took place wasn't it you that just shut down heaven wasn't it you why are you under the juniper tree but God sends fear and can I tell you God can't work with fear ah so God he, he wanted to die he said God I'm just gonna go sleep and take my life Ah, but God sent an angel to feed him and the Bible said the story went on that God showed up he said there was an earthquake God was in the earthquake there was no wind but God was in the wind and there was fire but God was in the fire but God was in the still small voice and God was giving Elijah time to shut to flip the script you know what I learned from this you can have a pity party but don't have your pity party for too long because guess what you're gonna get demoted God is waiting on Elijah to come back 
Elijah. But Elijah was still running. And God says, Elijah, go back and read it. He says in 1 Kings 19, 15 to 18, he says, listen, go back the way you came. And go to the desert of Damascus. And when you get there, anoint Hazael, king over Aram. And anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi. And anoint Elisha, the son of Shabbat. And he says, Jehu will put to death anything that escaped the sword of Hazael. And Elisha to put to death who escaped the sword of Jehu. And he says, I reserve 7,000 who have not bowed their knees. Who are you talking about? You don't know I'm the God. And I'm not going to take no disgrace. And I, God, I'm not afraid of Jezebel. And if you, Elijah, can't do the job, move out of the way. Because I don't need you. I can use anyone to bring it to another dimension. And if you have fear, you can't work with me. You got to be bold. You got to be brave. You got to be unstoppable. You got to be immovable. You got to be steadfast. You got to move it. You got to keep moving. It doesn't matter what. Come hell. Come high water. You got to know if God is for you, who can be against you? Keep it moving. You got to be fearless. Fear no one. Fear nothing. Because God plus you is majority. Elijah was no longer fit because he had fear. You see, the reason we need to understand that when God is choosing somebody to represent him, you got to represent him very well. Some of you are not representing the almighty God very well in this pandemic. I watch certain churches, certain leaders, and I watch certain believers, and God sees you because you're not representing him very well. And if you identify with a God that is unstoppable, an almighty God, you got to know how to represent him because he's Alpha, he's Omega, he's El Kibor, he's El Shaddai, he's Yahweh Yaire, Yahweh Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, Yahweh Shalom, El Rohai, Elohim, he's God, he's the Almighty God, ever faithful, ever living, ever victorious, and he says, no weapon from against you shall prosper, no pestilence, no demon, no devil, but you gotta represent him, you gotta represent him, come on Adonai, represent the king of glory, represent the Lord of Lord, represent, represent, take your licking, keep on ticking, let's go forward for God, fight like so.
soldier man. Don't give up. Don't give in. God has an army and we have to win. We have to win. We have to win. In it to win it. COVID, no COVID. In it to win it. Hell or high water. In it to win it. No matter what Satan bring in. We're going to be in it to win it. Because we represent. Ah, you see some people represent a weak God. But I come to represent the one that walk on the water. The one that heal. Jerusalem's daughter raise her from the dead. The one that speak to the wind and the wave. The one who defeated death, hell, and the grave. That's my king. 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 King of kings. Lord of lords. The conquering lion. From the tribe of Judah. That's my king. That's my king. I'm here to represent. I'm here to represent. In the earth. And then I arise. Arise and represent. So the Lord sends fear in Elijah. So he instructed him to go and anoint Hezekiah as king of Syria and Jehu king over Israel and release the mantle to Elisha. You see, God was about to take it higher. And God was sick and tired of hypocrisy and disrespect. So he said, it's time. And so he used these three people for his plan. Because you see, God will only allow so much for so long. And all these people were a part of God's plan. You see, Heziel was anointed as king over Syria for a reason. Because God says he was going to use them to afflict Israel. Because of their disloyalty and their unfaithfulness. Sometimes as believers, we're disloyal and we're unfaithful. But God will use your enemy to bring you back in check because your disloyalty and your unfaithfulness will only continue for so long before the wrath of God is poured out. And he says, Israel, you are under every green bay tree. Good God Almighty, you're doing everything that you shouldn't do. And I'm going to use your enemy. I'm going to use your enemy to bring you back in line, to bring you back in check. So he says, I got to make sure I work on the pe my people. These people, I have, I, 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 I have redeemed them. Uh, these people are my set people rather. And they are the remnant. And these set people, if anything happened to them, Jesus can come. And so he says, listen, you see, since they're not going the way I tell them to go, I'm going to use their enemy to get them back in line. And so that's how Hezekiah come. And then he says, I'm going to anoint Jehu. Because everybody was afraid of Jezebel. 
Jezebel killed how many of God's prophet and all Jezebel had to do was bark do you remember Jezebel Jezebel is the wife of Ahab and they were wicked people and remember when Naboth had his, his vineyard and, and Ahab came home uh, he was disheartened and Jezebel said you don't have to take you don't have to ask him for it uh, we just gotta set him up to kill him and take it that's how wicked she was good God almighty have you ever been around wicked people that everybody's afraid of them and they give off this 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 stench for everybody to be afraid and and queen this wicked queen had the whole uh, Jezreel uh, under lockdown even people of God was afraid of this wicked Jezebel because the Bible says that Obadiah hid how many prophets in the cave can you imagine you're a prophet and you're hiding oh yeah you're a prophet and you're afraid of the pestilence you're a prophet and you're afraid of pestilence you're a prophet and you're afraid of demons you're a prophet but you're afraid of witch and warlock but God says I'm going to raise up somebody who's not afraid of Jezebel church of God you can't be afraid of Jezebel's witch and wizard and warlock because you got the power and if you got the power use up the power denotes the kingdom of darkness he said Elijah is a weakling he's a wimp because many people can operate in the supernatural but they're weakling and wimps because when hard things come they can't deal with it and they can't handle it they can't keep focus because they were weaklings but God don't use weaklings he's gonna make sure he's strengthening you that you can predestine you and when he predestine you he know that you can carry out his mandate you can execute his plan but he's not gonna specialize in the weaklings He says this wicked queen this wicked queen want to shut down Jezreel and have all the prophets can you imagine all the prophets seven thousand prophets plus other prophets hiding from Jezebel hiding 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 God says no this can't continue am I not God am I not God do you forget who I am? You have forgotten. And because you have forgotten and fear have gripped you, I'm going to find a warrior. Because some of you are in the church, but you're not a warrior. But God says he'll only use a soldier that he can trust. Some of you need to put on your warrior stand. You operate like you're a wimp. But God wants warrior in the kingdom. I'm a warrior, a Christian warrior with me weapon in my right hand. If a war you want, make it start because I'm a warrior, a warrior, warrior. Warrior don't back down, warrior don't shut up, warrior don't let up, warrior is anointed for this, built for this.
Come on, church of God. We're the warriors in the kingdom. Warriors, I need a warrior. Why do you think certain communities is going is under so much attack? Because the church forgot their position. Some churches don't even cast out demons. Some churches don't even believe in casting out demons. People in your congregation bound. But you're afraid of demons. But you're handling the word of God. Jesus said the spirit is upon me because he's anointed me oh to what set the captive free open up the blinded eyes set at liberty them that are bruised oh glory be to God you only sound good you sing pretty and you look nice but there's no anointing but I come by to tell you church needs anointing it's the anointing that destroyed the yoke I release anointing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ come on soldiers rise he said they're all afraid they're all afraid of Jezebel none of them can go withstand Jezebel God says, I'm going to anoint Jehu. The Bible says that Elijah now sent and sent one of the prophets, the son, to anoint Jehu. He ran in quickly and he anointed him and says, you're king. And he ran out. And the man says, what was that man that came? He says, he said something. He said, what did he say? He says, you're king. He says, oh, you're king. So right there, they start to give him Ah, they start to work with him based on ah, the anointing that is now in his life. You see, soon as Jehu is anointed and the man told him what he's anointed for. You see, some of you are in the kingdom and don't understand your purpose. Ah, Shabbat. I know my purpose. You got to know your purpose in the kingdom. Ah, some of you are in the kingdom like a chicken without a head. You don't know your purpose. And so every wind come, it twists you and it turns you. But you're not steadfast. Every news come. One moment you're steadfast and faithful. And next moment you're cursing God. But you got to be a soldier. You got to be a soldier. Take your licking for God's sake and move it forward like a kingdom warrior.
He says, I'm going to anoint Jehu. Soon as Jehu was anointed and he was told, he says, you are anointed to take out Jezebel. He did not even think twice. Can I tell you how deep it is? Jehu now is the commander for Ahab. Ahab is the husband of Jezebel. He did not even think twice. Oh, that I'm the commander for Ahab, but I can't take out his wife. <laughs> Let me tell you, there is no respecter of person in the kingdom. None. Anytime you see your contrary, it doesn't matter. God will send somebody to take you out. He says, listen, I want you to go in and I want you to destroy, take her out. Jehu didn't even think twice. He can't Jehu get up. And he gets ready. And he, he was riding the chariot on his way to Jezreel. And they said when they hear him coming, because he ride like a warrior. When he comes, there's an announcement. He don't come in silently. When Jehu is riding, everybody know that Jehu is riding. Because Jehu come to do what God sent him to do. Because he's a warrior. So Jezebel heard the chariots coming and looked out the window and the eunuchs were beside, beside her and Jehu just looked up at them and said throw her down. That's a command. Throw her down. The Bible says when they throw her down, ah, everything got disintegrated and the dog licked up her, her pieces and there was much, much to bury and they say because it's a king's daughter get the bones and go bury it because she was a king's daughter good God almighty some of you are in and going on after church like your bullbuck and dopey conqueror coming after God's people like your bullbuck and dopey conqueror but by the name and the power of the Holy Ghost we send fire. We send fire. God tear up, rip up, mess up, destroy our enemies. We put fire. We crush them. We crush them. Crush them. It's time. It's time for Jezebel extinction. It's time for this Jezebel extinction. Don't fear Adonai ministries. What's the Jezebel in your life? What is the enemy dangling over your head? You gotta face that giant Adonai. Face your giant. Face your mountain. Expose that demon. Warriors! Don't you know that the lion of the tribe of Judah lives in you? And if the lion of the tribe of Judah is living in you, it doesn't matter what they bring to you. The lion of the tribe of Judah is no match. You can't mess with him and win because he's the lion of 
the tribe of Judah and no Jezebel, no witch, no wizard, no warlock, no issue, no circumstance, no defeat, no devil, no principality, no power, no issue, no warfare, no stoppage, no blockage, no ill-spoken words, no weapon. unstoppable stoppable three men God use for his plan because you see God is not going to stand back and allow the enemy to prevail can I tell you why God was very mad and I'm coming down with them because with Jezebel in position and Ahab in position they brought idolatry to the nation and their plan and purpose was to eradicate the prophets and the things of God so God now had to move into position and says this can't be I gotta destroy it in the root and the only way I can destroy it is if I bring down the mother of all idolatry all corruption he says I gotta bring it down but notice what God did three things let me reiterate and close my text he had to first make sure that Israel get in line his nation so he used Hazael them to discipline them Israel had to come in line then he says I have to destroy the idolatry practices because what they did now is that they were working witchcraft and they were worshiping the other gods sacrificing their children to other gods Yes. And God says, I have to destroy this. He says, after I do that, after I restore them as a nation and destroy the said thing that is causing them to fall into sin. He says, now I have to make sure that the spiritual climate and atmosphere of the nation is risen to another level. So what Elijah did, Elijah got a double portion to do two times more of what Elijah did. The Bible shared that when Elijah died, 
they, they, they were some, some Israelites that were passing and there was a soldier that died and they threw the dead body onto the body of Elisha and the dead soldier came back to life again what am I saying in this dispensation church we got to go back to the place put away your idols put away your idols working to death and not serving God the way he should worshiping false God doing all manner of evil in your body that's idolatry anything you put before God is an idol anything you put before God money husband children education career your job it's an idol it's an idol God must be first and the third thing that the Lord is speaking from this text he's telling the church and the nation is that it's time to bring the spiritual climate to another level you can't be in pestilence and only pray once per week are you crazy you don't realize the signs of the time the Bible says when you see these things look up because redemption drew it nigh and you dare killing yourself for a job let me see you work that job in heaven work it in heaven baby let me see you work it in heaven can I testify it's going to be a couple weeks before we close out 2020 the pandemic came March of my birthday and can I tell you at first I said God this don't look good but there was a peace over me can I tell you that I make more money this year than last year and when I say money I mean six figure behind the first figure and I've been preaching in this pulpit how many times over baptizing people ask the new converts I meet with them I have I have classes with them before we, we baptize them I send people prayer I call people and encourage people pray for people my God a day don't pass where I don't do kingdom business and I say God where did I have the time to make this much money but the says seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything shall be added you're looking at somebody that I know God is not finished with yet but I'm not gonna be bamboozled by money I come to do kingdom I come to put him first and I before you die seek the Lord put God first first in your job First with your children, first with your finance. Put him first, put him first. It's time to raise the spiritual climate of the church. Come on, Adonai, we're going up yonder. You gotta fast more, pray more, come to church more, pay your tithe more. We come to build a kingdom. For the kingdom suffer violence. 
but the violent must take it by force. Raise your spiritual equilibrium to another level. Another level of the night. Another level. Another level. It's time for a shift. I only go shift. It's time. You must be unstoppable. Unstoppable. Be unstoppable. Be unstoppable. And I'm closing as we navigate our way through one of the most crucial time period in history. Let us represent him. Knowing that we are anointed for this and that we are unstoppable. Represent him, Adonai. Represent him. Lift your hands in your virtual sanctuary. Lift your hands. Everybody lift your hands. I can see you. Lift your hands. Lift those hands high. Lift those hands high. Lift your hands. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that an unstoppable anointing is coming upon us now. I pray that in this dispensation there'll be no fear. And I pray, God, that this church will lose nothing in this pandemic. I decree and declare increase. I decree and declare favor. I decree and declare prosperity. I decree and declare good health, strong lungs, strong immune system. I decree and declare that the heavens shall open over us in this dispensation. And that there is a line of demarcation coming over us now. Clap your hands and give him praise. Come on, clap your hands. Clap your hands and give him praise. Clap your hands on the night. Clap your hands in your virtual sanctuary. Clap your hands by way of Facebook Live. Clap your hands by way of YouTube. Clap your hands in the Facebook. Send up some fire. Send up some heart. Send up some love. Come on, let us let us let us take it higher. Let's take it higher. As I'm closing, it would be remiss of me not to extend an altar call. If you're watching by way of Zoom, Facebook Lives, Periscope, or YouTube, and you say that this word spoke to me today, and I want to give my life to the Lord, go ahead and send us a message. The media minister will pick it up. We will call, we will pray with you. We have a new converts class by way of Zoom. So wherever you are in the world, you can still be a part of the class. Go ahead and give your life to the Lord. We're in the last days, perilous times. 
Where will you spend your eternity? Are you heaven bound? Or are you hell bound? If you're hell bound and you're saying, I want to turn my life over to Jesus. Raise your hands. Send us a message. Raise your hand. Send a message. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple. To bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca, to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one, 647-882-9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries transforming lives for the kingdom of God.